Welcome to the Unbusy Your Life podcast, where each week you will learn the tips, tools, strategies, and mindset of productivity. This isn't time management. This is personal management because the solution to your scheduling, time, and productivity issues is you and how you show up in your time. Hi, I'm Neil Williams, life coach and productivity expert, and I am going to help you become the best you in your 24 hours so you can get all the things done and live the exact life you want. Get ready to unbusy your life. Welcome to episode number 39 of the Unbusy Your Life podcast. I'm so excited for you all to listen to today's episode. I created this one because of a new quiz that I'm doing, and it's all about being a workaholic. So the title of this episode is, Are You a Workaholic? Now, some of you are going to say, yes, Neil, I know for sure I am. Some of you may say, no, I really don't think that I am. But I want you to listen to the episode because your answer might be different after you hear what I have to say. Now, what most people think that the definition of workaholic is based on the number of hours that you're doing work. But I really have a different take on it. And it's the reason why I think so many more people are actually workaholics and don't even realize it. You can literally be working 20 hours a week and still be a workaholic. This has very little to do with the actual number of hours you spend at your desk, in your office, in front of your computer, doing the work things, and really more about the amount of time that you spend thinking about all the things, and especially all the undone things. Now, today I'm going to define workaholic for you, and then if you're a workaholic, I'm going to tell you how to recover or start rehabbing from it if you want to. And that's a really important point that I want to make right now is that when you understand the true definition of being a workaholic, we don't have to judge it as good or bad or right or wrong. It's more, do I want to continue in that vein or not? So let's first talk about the definition. Now, of course, I wanted to see what the Googles had to say about this. And here's what I found. A workaholic is someone who works excessively and compulsively and is unable to detach from work. Now, I think the most important piece of this definition is the last piece, the inability to detach from work. And that's really where I want to focus our discussion on today's show. Now, if you've listened to the show for very long, you know that I really like to simplify things. I think that is one of my strengths or one of the things in my zone of genius is that I can take complicated ideas or complex things and I can really distill them down into a very simple way of thinking about them. And so my brain in its simplified form says that this definition is really just the inability to stop thinking about work. And the real key part of this is thinking, the inability to stop thinking about work. So I think a workaholic is really someone who can't stop thinking about work. And because of this, she's working way more hours, number one, than she even realizes. And I ask this question to my clients. 
when I first start working with them. How many hours are you working? Now, most of them want to tell me they want to respond with the number of hours that they're in their office or at their desk or in front of their computer. But what I really want to know is how many hours is your brain in or on your work? When you think about it like this, it's really so much more time most of, for most of us than just sitting at your desk in front of your computer doing your work. Your work brain is often turned on while you're preparing dinner for your family. Maybe while you're doing laundry, maybe while you're buying groceries or in the car taking the kids to do the things and you're like half paying attention to what they're saying, your brain is with you 24-7. So it's possible that you're actually working 60, 70, 80 or more hours every week because you're unable to turn it off and focus on the work of your life. If you feel like you're always working or you're depleted or running on fumes and on the verge of burnout, it might be because of this very thing. You are a workaholic because of the amount of time in your life that your work brain is turned on. Now, again, I don't want to offer this to you and tell you that it's right or wrong because it's not. What I want to do is empower you to make the decision of whether to choose to think about work or to choose to think about something else. And this is why I think so many people feel out of balance. So many working moms feel like they are working at the expense of their life, like their life is suffering because of their work. And I think it's true because so little of our brain power is being spent on the work of life because it's being all used up in their actual career or job work. If you're working way more than you want, all it really means is that you have way more conscious thoughts about work than you have conscious thoughts about the rest of your life. And here's the best news. You can change that if you want to. So here's a quick little test to see if this might be what's happening for you. Do you leave your workday feeling like there are undone things that come with you into the rest of your life? And maybe you feel guilty or unsettled or anxious because you think that you should have gotten X, Y, and Z done and that you should probably work this weekend or after the kids go to bed to get those things done. Does that sound familiar to you? (laughs) This is the kind of thinking that comes with us from work into life. Now, if you notice this, you might be saying, okay, Neil, yeah, I can see that this is true for me. I have a really hard time shutting my work brain off and relaxing into my non-work time, engaging my non-work brain. I hear this so often that it takes me a while to move from, to shift from work to the rest of my life. And you further might be asking, okay, so if this is me, now how do I fix it? Now, if you're asking that question, I first want to make sure that you understand what the fix means. All it really means is you want to figure out how to take control of your brain in a way that you can decide when you want to engage your work brain and when you want to engage your brain for the rest of your life. And that really being a workaholic 
all that really means is that your brain offers you a lot of thoughts about your work and you allow those thoughts to be there without redirecting your brain or knowing the skill of how to think on purpose about other things. It's almost as if your brain kind of takes control and you feel like you're at the victim of it, that you can't stop the thinking that runs around in your brain about all of the work. And usually this is all about the undone things in the work or the things that might not have been done right or what other people might say about it. So if you do want to be able to control your brain, to be able to think thoughts about work when you want to focus on work and think thoughts about your life when you want to focus on your life, there is a fix to this. And I am going to tell you what that is. And I first want to make sure that you understand that when you're saying, yes, I want to fix it, what you're saying is, I'm going to take control of my brain. And the byproduct of that is going to be, yes, you will work less hours. You will sit in front of your computer at your desk and work less because you're going to know how to engage your brain in a way that is going to make you more productive and more efficient. But secondly, when you're not at your desk, when you're not in work time, you'll get to engage in the rest of your life in a way where you are fully present versus 10% present or 20% present, which might be happening for you right now. If that is the fix that you are looking for, then there are two pieces to it. The first part of it is effective planning. And there's a lot of strategy and tools and skills behind that. And it really is a process of failure, learning, and repeat. Setting a schedule, learning if it works for you, and if it doesn't, changing it so that next week you create a schedule that is more effective. And then part two is personal management, which is really just mental management because your brain runs, drives your behavior. So when you learn how to manage your mind, you learn how to manage yourself. Now let's dive into each of these parts just a little bit. Effective planning really is about intentionality. It's deciding on purpose what you're doing with your time, how you're using your time, what activities you're filling your time up with. Now, of course, you know that I teach you to plan ahead so that you're engaging your adult brain and making your decisions about your time, about your plan, about your schedule. And this also saves so many hours of time because when you plan your week once per week, you're batching all of your decision-making for how you're going to spend your time into one planning period. Instead of sitting down to your desk each day and asking yourself or your brain, what should I work on today? You never have to ask that question again. You can always look at your planner or your schedule and on Friday, see all the things that are going to be completed because it's already been decided. And all you have to do when you sit down at your desk is just get to work and follow your calendar. This week on Monday, I had what my brain told me was a beast of a day. Like literally those were the words that came across my brain when I looked at my calendar. Do you know what I mean? Do you ever feel like that? Like it's just, it's a big day, right? But because I had planned it all out ahead of time, 
I got to just follow what my calendar told me to do. I didn't have to spend time spinning out in all of the hard things that I had on my calendar. All I needed to do was just trust myself and the plan that I had made for myself and follow through on it. It was so amazing and it felt so supportive of me to myself because I didn't have to think about all the things that needed done. I had already done that work for myself. I had already planned for them. And all I had to do was go to the next thing on my calendar. And that is literally the thing that I told my brain in every single time block in my calendar. I was like, oh, all I have to do is focus on this one thing right now. That's it. The next thing is planned. And as long as I follow through and I complete this thing in the time that I said, I just have to go on to the next thing when my calendar tells me. Now, here is the core, the essence of effective planning. It answers yes to the question, did I get to do what I most wanted to do most of the time? How often do you end your week saying yes to this question? If you're not, then all it means is that you have more work to do in learning how to plan your time for what you really want in your life. And it probably also means that there's some work to do on your own personal management. And this is the second half to this solution to overcoming the workaholic tendency, which is really just a workaholic brain. This part is about learning how to think in a way that lets you work less, but better. So many people have this illusion and belief that time gets things done. But the reality is, the truth is, you get things done, not time. We use time or the lack of time as the scapegoat for all of the undone things. It is the source of our blame for why that thing I planned to get done on Wednesday at 10 didn't actually get done, or at least not until 2, or why the things on the to-do list keep rolling over day after day and week after week. Time is not the answer. You are. And this is the core of learning how to manage yourself. And when I say that, I really mean manage your brain. We waste so much time in mental disarray. When you learn to cut this out, you end up saving time that you've just been wasting and often without even realizing that you're wasting it. Looking at your brain and doing an audit of what's going on in there is like looking at your bank statement and all of the expenses and how you spend your money. If you ever have done this exercise, I do this quarterly. You look at the statement line by line and you ask yourself, is this how I want to spend my money? Am I using this? Is there value for me in this expenditure? And you can do the very same thing with your brain by assessing your thinking in the very same way. When you take a look at it every day, you can see what thinking is currently programmed into your mind (laughs) and the effect that it's having on your time and your life. For example, let me give you a quick example. A common line of thinking that I hear a lot of when my clients come to me and tell me that they didn't follow their plan is, I'll do it later. It doesn't really matter. Nobody will know if I don't do it. But the effect of this line of thinking is to procrastinate, to not follow the plan. And when you do this, you train your brain that it's okay not to follow the plan. And this just reinforces the habit of procrastination and not following through. 
Every time you act from this line of thinking, you don't get something done you said you would. And then what really happens is that you rob yourself of your future time. Because let's face facts. (laughs) Most of you listening are achievement type people, right? Just like me. And you are going to get that thing done. But now what's happened when you procrastinate or you don't follow through on your plan is that you have to try and squish it into a future week schedule. And this is why it, part of the reason why at least, it feels like we have so many or too many things to do. When we think this way, we behave in a way that makes it so. So when you learn how to think in a really clean, in-control way of your time and your schedule, and you execute the plan that you made for yourself, you create personal integrity. And the byproduct of this is working less and thinking less about work. You bypass some of the time-wasting thinking that you've been spinning out in and just get straight to work so that you are literally spending fewer of your hours getting things done. But then you also spend less brain juice on it because there aren't undone things to worry about or to obsess over or to compulsively be thinking about how to get done or when you will get them done. Now, if you think you might be a workaholic, it's probably more about the time you're spending in your mind on work. And that's either because you're not planning effectively or you aren't managing your brain or it's a combination of both. Because when you get everything that you want done, there is no need to keep your work brain on. You just get to relax into your life peacefully and guilt-free. So a workaholic is really someone who is compulsively thinking about work. And you have to decide, is that what I want to be doing with my time? That is really where the root of all of this is. Do I want to be thinking about my work right now? Or do I want to be thinking about my life? Where do I want to direct my brain energy, my emotional energy, my brain juice? That's what it looks like to manage your brain. And here's why the effective planning is so important. It just makes it easier to use your time in a way that your brain offers you up thinking that works for you. I like to set myself up for success in any way that I can. And planning is one of those areas that absolutely does that for you. Because when you make a plan and all the things that you want to get done are in it, and all you have to do is follow through, it makes it so easy for your brain to offer up thoughts like, I can get it all done. I know exactly how to do this. I figure it out. I have plenty of time. All I have to do is follow this plan. And then because you're so in control of your schedule and your brain, you get the reward of feeling relaxed and peaceful in your non-work time. Your brain is so much less likely to be offering you the compulsive thinking about what you should be doing in your off work time to get more things done in your work. It just is a way to set yourself up for success. So if you wanna know more about whether you're a workaholic or where you are on that scale, you're gonna wanna go check out my new quiz. And you can find it by visiting my website at www.neilwilliams.com. 
go out this week and really pay attention to your brain. How many hours of your day are you spending engaging in work versus your life? And do you like the result that you see? Okay, have a beautiful, unbusy week, everyone. I will talk with you next week.